Was that Opup? Who is that? No, it's uh, Smith. It was uh, oh, Kyle the... Smith. Kyle Smith, yeah. Yeah, I remember Kyle one Smith. Of the, one of the bachelors. One of the, uh, we gotta one get, of the bachelors. We gotta get fucking Dan. I, I gotta find three chicks so Danny can do the bachelor. That was so much fucking fun. Welcome back, everybody, to the most awesome Brandana Sports Podcast coming at you as we always do. And we have a dynamite episode 56 coming for those eardrums. We're going to get them. We're going to get them. Do us a favor. Subscribe. Leave five stars. Tell a friend. I am Brandana. And with me, as always, the chalk to my Cinderella, most awesome. What is happening? Do you get the vote? The chalk to Cinderella that means you're the favorite. Yeah, yeah. you're the favorite. No, that's you're right, favorite. exactly. Okay. I'm, the right, one, right, right, right. I'm the one. I'm the one seed. Shot. I'm the one seed. <laughs> you're Liberty right now, baby. Ah, what's going on, brother? How's your week? You loving this this madness, right? Oh, March Madness. This is the favorite, most favorite time of the year, right? I mean, it's just how can anyone I, I, I be expected so. to get any work done whatsoever? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I just there's there's just yeah. It's just the uh, the tourney time is where it's I. You remember last year, you didn't fill out a bracket. This is my right. first year. I, and we're going to save this for whatever the ripped or whatever. But uh, I okay. didn't fill out a bracket this year. That's my little. I know. I know. I noticed that in, in that league that was getting <laughs> spread around. I didn't see uh, didn't see a Brandana in there. Yeah. And I don't know if I hated it. Uh, okay, real fast. So I, I, I owe a story real fast. So uh, we're talking yeah. worst people on plane flights, right? So yeah. we're doing the reverse of the person that doesn't let you switch to sit next to your significant other. I'm the opposite of that, brother. So I get on a flight, and then it's whatever. I try to switch. It's a max seat thing. Uh, I always check in late. So I get a middle seat. Mm-mm. But my middle seat is when I walk to my middle seat, there is a husband and wife sitting next to each other. Like, uh, they're older, like in their 60s. And sure. I'm just like, hey, like, uh, that's my seat. Uh, but I was like, you can say They're like, no, 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 it's fine. So they, and this is like a, you know, this is a New York to L.A. flight, long flight. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. They, uh, they break apart and let me, let me sit in the middle. Thanks, thanks to me. And then they just continue for six hours to talk across from me, like just talking oh, over. No. And I just wanted to be like, what's up? Just switch me. Like, if you guys want to talk to each other, like you can be next to each other. We're all, all of us are right. interested in doing this. I, I think he was taking a little time out from the wife. Actually. How, I, I want to know the order. Window was wife. Middle seat was husband. Correct. Yep. Yeah. And then See? I went there. Yeah. And then the husband. Yeah. I I think the husband was thankful I showed up there because he's like it's out of my hands. This this guy's middle seat. And I'm just like you can stay here because I don't need her like updating him on watching like something about Mary over me for like like two hours about what's going on. <laughs> right. it was were crazy. they were they like sixty plus? They were. I'm bro. getting real. Yeah. I'm, oh my god. Yeah. How am I nailing this? <laughs> I can envision this on my uh, already. I can just. You were see a doll. It. I could have. They were passing snacks over. Like she was asking his opinion about pretzels. I was like, you motherfucker's been married for 20 years. You know his take on pretzels, guys. We have a chalked full episode 56 coming at you. No. We're doing riff from the headlines. We're doing bracket watch. We're doing bracket little watch. uh MAB fixes. That's our O from last episode because we ran out of time. We're gonna do uh fan interactions. We're doing mm. Mab Degrees of Separation fan favorite coming at you. Woo, doggy. And then we're doing the uh, Neapolitan Showdown top 
three things about college. And a little flip to what we did last week. And we're going to do Brandana Gambling Corner. I think the first of the year, brother. Uh, we're going to talk championship odds, not Duke. Nobody needs to hear about two-to-one odds. That's fine. Guys, your hour of power starts now. Extra, extra, read all about it. I'm talking front page story all over the world. It shook up men, women, boys, and girls. The headlines read, if you want to be rich, then you better make sure that you got your shit. Oh, come on. All right, brother. Uh, Rip from the headlines doing bracket watch. Why are we talking about that this week, brother? Because the ball is tipped. And it's NCAA March Madness time, baby. That's why the fuck we're talking about it, bro. It is, like I said, the most magical time of the year. All the Cinderella stories that are out there, all the chalky picks, all the brackets, all the juicy stuff. And we're going to talk about uh, basically round one, first round. As we're recording this, uh, they're starting and tipping off the Wofford Kentucky game so just to give you a little clarity as to why we're not seeing into the future too much <laughs> yeah right so we yeah we have uh, one team that kind of punched their sweet 16 and kind of yeah. uh advancing, yeah a little earlier today uh what's your take on just kind of that you know two the two very special sports there chock full of basketball like any anything shocking I want to dive a little deeper but just give me your first take and then I want to ask you a serious question Okay, um, first take is is that we didn't have, like, we had a lot of close Cinderella stories. We yeah. didn't have a ton. We had, you know, it was New Mexico State kind of gacking it right at the end. Um, I think everyone had a collective what the hell when that uh, point guard for New Mexico State was dribbling, had a basket or a lane to the basket, was down by two, pass it out to kick out to a three, Guy shoots a three, gets fouled, misses two free throws, and then they miss a, a third shot. It was just a wild story. Um, you had uh, Oregon getting dumped by uh, or, or beating Wisconsin, which isn't like yeah. a true Cinderella kind of 12 5 Not crazy because it's like everyone's obsessed with that 5-12, and we have three 12s advancing. I just right. want to dog ear this also because it's something I want to yep. talk about. Keep going, yep. brother. You're on fire. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, Ohio, you fill in the rest, beat Iowa State. Again, not really like Cinderella. Washington beat, you know, Utah State, which is kind of that unheard of team. Not really a Cinderella. I think really the two, uh, the, the biggest ones are Liberty and that 5-12 beat Mississippi State. Yeah. And then UC Irvine, University Ooh. of Cal Irvine, yeah. beating Kansas State, which is really as much on Kansas State, just kind of dumping it. Bruce Weber really shit the bed on on the play calling in that game, his, his rotation stuff. Uh, I've got a take on that one as well, too. But, uh, yeah, for the most part, pretty pretty chalky, pretty pretty straightforward. No yeah. no, no, 16 seeds beating one seeds, you know. I, I, don't want, I, so I don't want to piss on this. It is the most exciting thing, but it's just like, man, are the Cinderella's over? Can we even call things Cinderella anymore just with, you know, the one and dones and just like it mm -hmm. seems like – what I've, what I've noticed trending over the last five years is, like, mm -hmm. we do have a little bit – it's not super chalky. It just seems like there's, like, maybe like college football, there's four to five teams that are just playing on a different level. And then right. we kind of just, like, we do ourselves a favor because it's exciting to watch this. And at the end of the day, we're just going to come with, like, one and two seeds in the final four. Right, exactly. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't think the – I don't think the Cinderellas are dead. And I think because of the one-and-done rule, and I, I think it actually will level out – 
once the one and done rule is gone and we're going to have a lot of the top talent fleeing to the NBA early, I think you're going to start seeing some of the, the, the larger teams, the Dukes, the Kentuckys that have historically been in that one and done game. Yeah. I think we're going to start seeing them now start to have turn or not turnover carryover year to year and have more of a cohesive unit. That's fine. That yeah. was, that was, that was the one reason why Cinderella's did so well is because these guys played for together for four and maybe even sometimes five years yeah. and then all put it together for that one, you know, one run in the tournament or they had like a Murray State, which has uh, like a top level um, NBA talent and John ja, John ja Morant. Mm-hmm. So like if you think back when Duke, uh, I can't remember the year, but Duke beat Butler uh, a handful of years, probably almost like ten years ago. Yeah, for the national title. Butler had obviously Brad Stevens, who's now the head coach in, in uh, for the Celtics, but also one uh, Gordon Haywood, which was a lottery pick, you know, a, a, probably a top thirty NBA player in the league. And so, you, those are the two ways that Cinderella's kind of run the table. That's a great point, brother. And that's what that what is what's exciting, and what I want to see it go mm-hmm. back to is yeah. a little bit more of. Uh, I think that was the shock, right? Like you'd have like a KU, like everybody just kind of the Rock Jock Jayhawk. We'd have it like uh, just kind of on the, on the national level. You know about these teams, but it'd just be like right. a VCU or some team that's just like, oh, these guys have been fucking playing together for you know they're going into their fourth year and they're going to really mm-hmm. make a run at it mm-hmm. yeah i love it uh so right now uh our sweet 16 as we're heading into it this weekend uh what's the team to look out for i, I want to say save a little bit for the gambling corner don't tip mm-hmm. your hat too much but what who's who's attracted that most awesome eye Ooh, um i'm, I'm looking at one houston team Playing in the Midwest, um, they're a three seed. Yeah. They get they go face off Ohio. You fill in the rest, um, and then uh, <laughs> they play the winner of the Man Wofford of Kentucky game. Never never gonna say it, bro. Never gonna say it. Uh, and uh, and I like them because they were they they had some carryover from last year. I think they were thirty one and three uh, in their conference tournament. Got that three seed, but they played Michigan last year. I think of the round second round last year or the sweet 16 round last year and played them real tough it came down that was the that was a team that uh michigan uh jordan Poole had hit that miracle kind of three at half court to win the game yeah um so they've got some good players and they've got some experience so i i like them maybe possibly making a run to the elite eight uh if you kind of forecast you look at maybe them facing north carolina but who knows maybe auburn or kansas knocks them off and then they've got uh not a, not a big on big matchup that they that they can exploit. All right, brother. So you're awesome at keeping just kind of your finger on the pulse of sports. Maybe give someone a tip next year. Like they're tired of just kind of walking into their office pool and being like, "Fuck, I haven't fucking watched basketball at all. I guess I'll watch the conference <laughs> like championships and I'll fill some shit out." What's a way you just kind of keep up to like up to date with what's going on in college football? Gotcha. So if you're looking, I I always love seeing um like senior leadership senior backcourts guys that have made some tournament runs but really yeah. seeing a guard that can score for them getting buckets as we saw in that lsu ga- uh, game uh um the point guard trey waters um hit that late second bucket to kind of give him the win i think you need a player um that can get buckets so if you have a senior guard or, or junior guard that's got some experience and maybe can put up that 15 to 17 points and they're 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 kind of rolling through their conference that might be a team to kind of look at what's the okay so give me this real fast because i i know i'm like i'm playing with fire right now because i want to mm-hmm. save this for the brand sure. gambling corner on your odds but right now give me so just generally in the next five years the lowest seed to win a national championship not a specific team but how low could you see it going like how Mm. far can a low seed make a run brother 
It's a good point. I think the lowest seed ever win was 1985's um, Villanova with Ed Pickney. They were an eight seed. Mm -hmm. So I would probably say going forward, my guess is in the next five years, I think six or seven is probably going to be about the lowest. I think we're still the the elite programs are still going to be the elite programs. The UNCs, the Dukes are still going to be there. Yeah. Um, You know, I'd be very shocked to see kind of that miracle run for anything lower than a six or seven seed. Yeah, because here's the thing. Like, even if you come out of the region, like, let's say you're that eight, nine, and you knock off the one, which we've seen done like a handful of times over the last like Mm -hmm. 10 years. A handful might be strong, but it's it's happened a couple of times. Like, so it's just like, all right, like you're kind of paving the way, like you knocked off like kind of the favorite in that, like you still have to get through the buzzsaw of the final four, which means you have to win, like you have to beat that number one team in the other region and then also beat that. It's a tough tournament, brother. Yeah, it's a really tough tournament. And, you know, it's almost like, you know, you you get role players that step up unexpectedly um, and you get, you know, a lot of times you have freshman players that step up just kind of come out of nowhere yeah um so that's where like these bigger programs will have talented freshmen that really kind of rise to the occasion and are, are a little bit more comfortable in that because the aau circuit is that's all the aau circuit is all just tournament play it's all just survive in advance and maybe they're a little bit more conditioned in that moment those those high level you know nba prospects because they they play predominantly a, lot, a large number of their games are played in uh in the aau tournaments are are that yeah so uh, real fast before we move on, uh, expand the field, yay or nay? Oh, nay. I, I, we, I think we touched on this when we had uh, Chris Allen, shout out Chris Allen, um, talking about the, the, the tournament sitting at, I guess, 68 teams going to maybe 72 teams. Yeah. I just don't see it. I don't, I don't, I don't see it. I mean, the, the, I don't think it adds to the value of the tournament. It's, it's, a fun, it's a fun even number with the 16 teams in each bracket. I like it. I don't, I don't see need, a need for it anymore. All right, I'll die, brother. Oh, uh, you ready to get an MAB fixes? Let's do it, brother. I know you're chomping at the bit. Let's go, ah, bro. Ah, maybe wait for this. MAB fixes fan interactions. So we're talking about this, brother, because we had the Russell Westbrook uh, interacting with fan. And I think a few more instances happened yeah. actually since then with that Utah yeah. Jazz fan. And, you know, we were lighting up their, uh, like, our boys from the frat. Uh, shout out. We were talking a little bit about just kind of uh, what's allowed, not allowed. Uh, we had the Knicks mm-hmm. owner kind of getting called out. It's just like, and it's it's what is too far, what's not enough, how should the rules be set? Give me your take, and then I'm going to come in super hot. Yeah, okay, good. Um, so it's, it's one of those things that's like I was wavering on, like, the line of, um, hey, professional athletes you guys get paid a shit ton of money yeah and people are gonna yell at you sure. like just fucking pump your brakes like just tune it out yeah. and then i was seeing a lot of just like this consistent stuff of guys going at it and i started to kind of maybe change my my tune a little bit i like it and it, and it was just like hey guys can we as fans and we've talked about fan kind of rules and and pots right? past yeah i think we had like the worst fans or whatever like you're there yeah. like just trying to enjoy the game with your wife and there's just like a hothead that's fucking like eight coronas deep like being a piece of shit Right, exactly. Yes, exactly. Oh, you're fine. I could see it in your oh, eyes. Oh man, I could man, see I it. You're like, chopping. Oh god. So then it's it's one of those things where it's like you know what? Maybe we just need to have a little bit more civility and de- decorum. I think globally, our, our our society is like this, and I think we are so armed with social media that it it makes us like the we we are carrying over the the tough guy, you know, like the text tough guy. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Into now real world, and it's like we just feel just. 
um, we just feel like this ability to go out and and just say whatever we want with no holds barred and just yeah, do whatever we want. It's, if you're, that's a great point because that's parallel, brother. Because it's mm-hmm. basically, and that's my whole genesis of this entire thing is like you're acting from a place of invincibility. Like there's right. no one that can come at you. So it's just like when you're on your keyboard, Facebooking, like no, you're not in anybody's face. When you're mm-hmm. like in the stands, you're just like oh, like sans the mouse in the palace. Which I'm not saying I'm pro mouse in the palace. But also, I'm not saying I'm con Malice in the Palace. Like, I just like, like, you like that shit happen? Like, you're going to watch a bunch of people shut the fuck up if Ron Artest is coming up to row 16 to ask you what he said to his face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's that's a, yeah. It's one of those things that that's kind of like that'll that'll check everyone's shit for a little bit. It's like, real hmm, quick. Maybe I don't think. Maybe I'll think twice <laughs> yeah, about yeah. shouting profanities at the six seven two hundred fifty pound guy who's gonna just maul me like a like a bear. Yeah, I, no, exactly. And that's that's my biggest. I, I like we'll dive dive uh, in and out of it, and not to you know bury the lead. My thing is like it's the simple no shouting. Like you can, yeah. if a, if cheerleaders do a chant, you can follow that chant and that's sure. it. Like you can, you can clap, you can like make noise when they do the, Oh, you can do all that, yeah. but you cannot shout statements. If you shout a statement, you're out. I don't care what it is. I don't care. It's just like, can I get a hot dog over here? Like you're out. Like it's just, it's over. <laughs> and then like, just <laughs> seriously, like it's, it's just all done. You can't shout shit. Like this is, we're forgetting, like you go to movies, there are other forms of public entertainment where you don't lose your mind. And it's just like, it's empowering these people that want to turn into an open mic night to impress their girlfriend about a team they haven't been fucking following because they got like $60 tickets on StubHub to be like, oh, like I'm fucking hilarious. Shut the fuck. This game's not about you, brother. It's not about you. And you think you can sit there like in row J and shout at Russell, like Westbrook, anything you want to because he's not going to come up in the stands. It's just... It's it's completely fucked up, and it's just it's got to end. Right? No, I, I I agree with you. It's got to end. I don't know if I agree with you on the no shouting anything. No shouting uh, anything, brother. No <laughs> shouting anything. Unless it's cheerleader led, there's no shouting anything. Cheerleader led. I love it. Uh, yeah, that would I, I'd be I'd be tossed out when I when I'm yelling at uh, yelling for the beer guy. Get That's most the, awesome out of here. Get him out. I'll toss you, bro. I gotta toss well, you. We gotta devise in like hand signals. No, because like, here, here's you know. where it, no, because I, I I just want to like this is it may be fixes. It's not like it may be like like presents a possible solution. Like we fix sure. it. What happens? Just yeah. like I oh, it. can I can I get a beer over here and Russell Westbrook suck my dick? Like that's what happens. <laughs> like it's just gotta be all or nothing. Like no trying shouting. To, trying to slide it in there. Exactly. All slick like exactly. Yeah. No, I agree. I mean, the, the it has to start. I think with the fans. I think I, I and I I think it um, I think it starts with the fans in terms of that. Like it's okay. Like I'm okay with the boo. Like is boo okay? Can you boo or no? No, not even booing. If it's cheerleader led, if it's cheerleader cheerleader led, led. yeah, okay, all right, because because it's gonna turn into boo, you piece of shit. Like it's just like I don't trust fans. You're all you're all slippery slope on this. I like it. So yes, I mean I I like I like the hard the hard line because that's the way that we can control it the most. We have to control ourselves first, and we have to act like we've been there before and have some fun. I mean, it's okay to have chit chat, but you're you're right. You're there to watch the game. You're not there to kind of impress like all the surrounding, you know, rows around exactly. you. And it's like, not about you. It's not about you. You're and, exactly and this, right. And this is – well, you're exactly right because this is what you your point is. Is And th- this also spreads to, like, movie theaters as well too, like people on the phone, like, talking. It's 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 yes. it's everywhere. Everyone yep. thinks it's about themselves, not about what we're there for. There is a little bit of decorum. Dude, can Here's I jump in? Other- oh, sorry. Yeah, I just go, want to go, jump. Go, 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 go. Sorry, go, buddy. Go, like, go, I, like, go. I, I just want to say, like, it's that's where we're forgetting. Like, there is a different – like, we forget the differentiate – 
differentiation. Can't wait to edit that out. But it's yeah, just yeah. like between like there's an individual. You're an individual in your everyday life, mm-hmm. but there also is a community individual. Right. And a community individual acts differently and doesn't act in their own individual interest. They act as a community. And, and we forget like we – are a part of that society like simultaneously yeah. so when you go it, to a public thing like you lose individual individuality for the sake of like the public experience mm-hmm. it's interesting yeah oh i totally feel you it this reminds me i just i just listened to this the other day jordan harbinger was on a podcast i don't know if you heard this or not he was talking about basically the notion of of how people and and especially like younger millennials but even now this is like a growing thing like well i'm just keeping it real like i'm not fake yes. i'm keeping it real yes. right yeah so this has like given way to i think in large part what we're kind of talking about is is like the ability to kind of no holds bar just say what i want because that's me keeping it real yeah, exactly yeah that that that's me being me and not my authentic self which is fucking bullshit yeah the the worst thing about keeping it real is all of a sudden just became like it used to be just be called you're being an asshole but now it's just like oh keeping real like i'm just keeping it like uh like being genuine somehow got correlated with just like your individuality and it's just like Mm -hmm. it's sometimes like for the greater good like you don't keep it real like shut the fuck up like i Mm -hmm. don't give a shit about like you're keeping it real or not like it's not no one's trampling on your shit it's just like you have the society oh when you're in society Right. And, and, and he also talked about Jordan Harbinger also talked about having like people that have high awareness that then can modulate themselves in, in the, in the, these group environments, which I often think about like in, in what we're talking about, like in these stadiums, it's like, yeah, I really wish I could like scream and yell yeah. and like freak out at this person, but there are kids around or there's families exactly. or there's, yes. or, or, you know what? It's just, maybe it's just uncouth and like a little in poor taste to do this. So I'm going to modulate that versus the person that has low awareness as he described it, are people that are in that like um, that are in that uh, I'm just keeping a real mode. And I also think like social media with the way that we communicate with each other has really fractured that that awareness in people because now people like I can go online and say and do whatever I want. And also I'm not having as much social interaction face to face. So then when I get out into these instances, <clears throat> I'm kind of like a newborn fawn. Like I just, I don't know how to feel out the situation and I just blurt and say out and do whatever I want. And then some people seem to like it. So, you know, ultimately some people maybe dislike it, but there are some people that seem to like it. And then we kind of just, you know, group think our way through this and, you know, argue our way through this. And it's, it's, I don't know. It's just not a good plan. It's not, it's not. It, it, It like, it just, it empowers. It looks like it's empowering somebody, but it's not actually because you're just being like, you're just so obsessed with the spotlight being on right. you that it's not like there's sometimes you can be in a situation where you don't like what's going on, but it's like you said, with like kids around or whatever, where you're just like, mm-hmm. all right, like I just got to tone it down. I guess, like I'm at a kid's birthday party. Like maybe I can't do like five shots of Jameson. Cause it's just like, <laughs> this is, this is the environment I'm in. If I want to right. have this environment, if I want to shout at Russell Westbrook, then I do it at home on my TV. Right. I don't do right. it when I go out there and it's like this shit that gets really transparent that angers me is like, they think they're being funny or like there's just like this weird psychological like they want the people around them to like think they're a badass. And it's just like, you know, what? Russell Westbrook walks up here like you're not going to look like a badass. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. No, Russell Westbrook is 6'3", 200 pounds of yeah. just fucking animal. Like he will get you. That dude is a freak athlete. Yeah, I guess. And we have to say this like obviously like it may be a sports podcast is not condoning like what what he said. Like and I think like I always like I. I listen to Bill Simmons a lot. I know you do. I'm not mm-hmm. trying to yeah. rip off what Bill Simmons said, but he put it best. It was just like both sides can be wrong, and that can still yeah. be the take. 
And that's yeah. definitely, and I know you've kind of, I think you harping on that also. Like, we're not saying Russell Westbrook was in the right, but I'm also not talking about how to improve athletes' interactions with fans because I'm not an mm-hmm. athlete. I don't have fans mm-hmm. staring at me. What I'm talking mm-hmm. about, what maybe Sports Podcast is talking about, is how fans can better interact together and with athletes, and we just got to shut the fuck up. Yeah, and, and I think part of that is, is part of MAB fixes is like we the fans will enter into this, like part of the fix is the fans enter into this tacit agreement of, hey, guys, this you don't like this. You guys don't like, like us haranguing us, screaming and yelling at us. That's fine. We won't do that. That This is our yeah. – now, the other side of the coin is you guys have to – you guys have to – not take everything so personally. Like I think a lot of we talked about um, Adam Silver in the NBA. Um, he was at the Sloan Conference talking about like player happiness is at an all time low. That they've 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 ascended to the mountaintop. They've reached yeah. their highest very, point. Very, a very 2019 thing to talk about. <laughs> yes, a very 2019. <laughs> but the point of the matter is, is like I think that they can't escape it because they're getting booed all the way around. The, you know, every like I forget who it was. Someone was talking about like every sports ad like recently. Like like three of them were out there. Where basically everyone like like tuning out the noise in some way, shape, or form. Yeah. And I think like athletes, like by and large, like. Hey, we talked about this with Kawhi Leonard a couple podcasts ago about like making this like big brand and this huge like enterprise of of KD or or LeBron. Um, hey guys, just go out there. I'm not saying to go out not go out and make money, but if you're going to do that, like maybe don't have burner accounts. Maybe don't have burner Twitter accounts and like get caught up in, in the name I get calling. That. Like, yeah, yeah. Put that it's... shit to bed. You know what I mean? Just yeah. let it go. Don't touch it. You yeah. fucking won. You've won. Yeah, you're, you can't. You're, 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 you're right, brother. Yeah, exactly. You can't have it both ways. You can't be like, I'm going to tune out the noise and then like engage in it. Right. Like, on a exactly. Day. Like, if you want to engage in it, like if you want to go tit for tat, that's fine. I want your take also, brother. Uh, this segment's running long, but I've been yep. waiting for it for like three weeks. I know. So I want to get into it. Is there a certain like dollar amount that just like it just comes with the job? You get a fat contract. So just like people can just yell personal shit at you. Yeah, well, I think when I mean this is there's we're, we're blurring lines and even like the entertainment industry where the paparazzi chases them and I know we've talked about paparazzi and how that all the game works and some of them call yeah brother we the got fifty six episodes we talked about a lot of shit yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. I know <laughs> I know but the point of the matter is is like it definitely is it definitely enters into that I mean if 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 players want I mean players really should truthfully you know players want their 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 contract matters. on air so you know i can make you know two years 60 million dollars and everyone knows that i make fucking 60 million dollars like hey athletes how about you sit there and go you know what just don't disclose the terms just sit there and say well is is that allowed i thought it was like i thought it was i don't think they decide that right brother like that is just release is just public knowledge because it's it's the club like releasing that stuff or that's just yeah but it's it's i think it's i think it's open we all know way too much about this and i'm not even sure why we do because it's not like it's a public it's not like it's a public university where they have to disclose like their financials that's good they they don't i don't think i mean no they're all i think i think it's more i think it's more the i think it's more the ball club bragging about like how much they give a shit about you and you're right there's probably like i oh, mean it's, I, a, it's everyone it's I, haven't, agents, I haven't signed it's a 30 players, million dollar contract teams. but i imagine i'd walk that around the block and probably shout it from the rooftops if that happened yes exactly but you but that but you know that's the thing is is that's if you get into the league that is what it is like that's what you're what you're signing up for but i'm saying like so maybe your first couple deals on the rookie scale everyone knows but why do you have to disclose it why do you have to and if you do 
then then you have to understand that then people are going to have opinions about it. Like we talked about with Kyrie. Like if you sign a two-year deal and KD, if you sign a two-year deal, guess what? You're going to get asked questions about where you're going next year, if you're going to that or not. So you okay. need to then – Oh, kind of, now, now we're blending over to free agency, brother. I, yeah. And I'll, I'll do that. Like let's take this podcast where the podcast goes. It's our fucking podcast. Yeah. But it's just like I – like. I get why you would disclose it, but it's still like, is there an amount of money which makes it fair for you to tell me to suck your dick from the stands because I'm playing on the road? <laughs> uh, no, there's. I don't you're think like, that there's yes, any I figured out the money. number, and it is this. <laughs> if, unless you're in like in a like uh, like at the Bunny Ranch or something like that, and it's part of what your contract sure, is based sure. in is is sucking dick, then I think maybe you, that you, you you might have some some clearance on that. Yeah. But anywhere else, no. No. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, there's, like, no, there's no there's amount of money. But I guess my point is with the athletes, don't get fucking your, your panties in a wad when somebody like brings up a, a, a question about it, right? Well, yeah, or, exactly. Or, but we're talking we're talking about two different things, brother. We're yeah, we're, I get I get you're right. You're right. Yeah, like fine. Like I, I wanna dive in. It's our podcast. I definitely wanna I do wanna talk about that. But real fast just to close this up, is like do like are they just supposed to just take any sort of like verbal accostment just because they get paid a certain amount of money and like where is that threshold because i don't right, think like right. you 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 go to work and i know i brought this up and you actually poked holes in it and it, it was great you're right but it's just like you know you go to work if there was someone that you invited to your invited to your work actually paid money to walk in to watch you work and they started shouting shit at you you'd be like you're fired get the fuck out of here uh, just right. close off it's over it's done get right. done Right. That's why, right. like, uh, like the Knicks owner, I don't have a problem with him banning that guy for life because it's just like, why are you fucking coming to the game? If you don't like the job I'm doing, don't buy a fucking ticket. Don't buy a ticket to sit here and yell and just tell me I'm a piece of shit. Like, regardless of whatever, uh, what's his name? It's James Dolan. James Dolan, yeah. Whatever his goal for the team is, whatever his vision, whatever, he owns the team. If you don't like how he's doing it, don't support the product. Yes, but don't no, buy I, a I ticket. I agree with you on that. Yeah, then don't buy a ticket. Then stay home, and then yes, then contra- if you don't yes, buy it's tickets, absolutely contradictory. Yes, I agree with you. Like, don't buy a ticket. That that's the only way that you can maybe push him to sell the team because it's like, all right, I don't, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go out there and, and participate until you're you sold the team, and maybe start that rally. And like, you know, the, you you have that yeah. that right to protest exactly. his ownership. Um, but he can have the right to hold on to it for as long as the fuck he wants. So. He can, and if all of a sudden, like the Knicks start playing to an empty Madison Square Garden, like then maybe like something will change, like something would have to change. But it's like you right. can't keep buying tickets and then going there and just to shout. It's it's this bullshit of just like everyone has to be the fucking center of attention. And it's yeah. just like you show up there, so people just high five you and like share their popcorn with you about you hating the Knicks, and it's just like fuck off, man, fuck off. Yeah, I no, you you swayed me once again, sir. I'm 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 with you. No, yeah. no yelling unless it's cheerleader or or any uh oh, you're trying to close crowd participation. Yeah. yeah, you shout, you're out. Boom, you shout, you're out. T-shirt. You shout, you're out. <laughs> Uh, all right, guys, uh, let's go on to – can we dog ear this, though? I do yes. want to talk about disclosing player contracts and what that comes with. Like I, I want to talk uh, – Yeah, and I think, I think I was – you're right. I was blurring the lines on it a little bit, but I think it's like the, 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 the player interaction and the happiness of players, like these all – I guess the reason why I was trying to believe it, like they don't happen in a vacuum individually. Like it's not like just the yelling – is the sole source yeah. of what's going on of, of player fan interaction. There's other facets of it. 
and and that's where I was going. But but in this instance, we'll dog ear it and come back to it. Oh, sorry. really? Because I want to flip because it's just like ah, because th- that's where I flip to the other side. It's just like oh, you're not happy as an athlete. You're getting paid this much. I don't give a shit. Like I right. will like like I not because all right, all right, you're you're pushing me. <laughs> see Brian, what a, see what a tangled web we weave on man, this, Brandana. You're running the clock. All right, uh, map degrees of separation. It's Ooh. back. My boy had to pay off grudge night, and we are playing for grudge the match. Out. What's what did I say? Grudge night. Grudge. It's a grudge night. Your grudge. It's got to be your grudge. It's got to. You're the grudge. You're the. Ma- yeah, Matter you said you were all right, Spider. <laughs> I thought you said you were. All right. uh, we're doing the for the hour sour. Uh, we have three things. We kind of got uh, from our listener Prima. She yes. threw one into the mix. Did a little Ruth Bader Ginsburg to Babe Ruth, and we loved it so much. We're doing a little. Yeah, Supreme Court. Mad degrees of separation. We're gonna right to, tech- to New York, New York athletes. New York, too. brother. Uh, we're gonna do Thurgood Marshall to Brandon Marshall, and then Judge Judy to Aaron Judge. Hit pause now if you haven't seen. We're gonna post this. Obviously, we've seen it on Instagram. Uh, mm-hmm. Play along with us. See if you can get there quicker than we do. I'm gonna little little teaser, a little spoiler alert. I got super cute with these. Ooh, ooh super, uh, cute. super cute. I got I got the I got the old MA handshake on them. I'm feeling good <laughs> coming in here. All right, brother. Uh, why don't you take the ball out? Do Ruth Bader Ginsburg to Babe Ruth? Yeah, Babe How many? Ruth. How yeah, many, Babe Ruth to Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Great suggestion. Got the got us percolating. Thanks, Prima. And I've got it. I've got it in four. Ooh, I got it in four as well. Let's see who ooh. did it cleaner. Mine's messy. All right, all right. So I'm going to take it. I'm going to take it. Uh, mine includes uh, a little political slant to baseball. Here, so <laughs> yeah, this is definitely going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. So so Babe Ruth. Okay. So Babe Ruth was replaced by a gentleman named George Selkirk in right field in 1935. So they were uh, Babe Ruth was out retired, and in comes George Selkirk. George Selkirk was the second GM of the Texas Rangers in 1962. Which uh, George W. Bush had bought the Texas Rangers, President George W., in 1989. George W. Bush's dad, George Sr., ran against Ross Perot in 1992 when Ross Perot ran as an independent candidate in the presidential election. Ross Perot is famously BFF with Martin Ginsburg, husband of Ruth Bader Ginsburg. So I got there in four. George uh, Selkirk to George Bush, George W. Bush to Ross Perot to Martin Ginsburg. Uh, I fold. <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm definitely going to go through this. And I'll give it to you off air. We'll do it as a bonus. Uh, wow, brother. Coming out of the gate. All right, let's do uh, Thurgood Marshall to Brandon Marshall. I'll start. I'm not even like this is. My, I had laws passing. I had it. It, it got nuts. All the uh, Thurgood Marshall, Brandon Marshall. I got there in two. Ooh, yeah. This is gonna be two. insane. Yeah, this is probably. I got. Insane. Is this? Is this? Are we taking the super cute route? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This is oh, adorable. Okay. This is like I got a there, newborn. I got kitten. there in four. Let me show you how it's done. I'll give you my four. All right. And then you give me your two. Okay. okay. Uh, Thurgood Marshall had a son named Thurgood Marshall Jr., mm-hmm. who was the top aide to Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton was in office from 1993 to 2001. The 1999 St. Louis Rams, okay, 
Uh, here's where we're going. Here's where we're going. <laughs> you called me cute. All right, yeah, yeah where are we going? No, 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 no. Right, no. Right, 1999, right, right. the St. Louis Rams won the Super Bowl, visited Mr. One Bill Clinton in the soup in the in mm-hmm. the White House. Mm-hmm. The center was a man named Mike Grutadarius. He played with um, Mr. Jake Plummer. And 1997 for Arizona, 1997 to 2000. Jake Plummer was on Brandon Marshall's Denver Broncos team in 2006. Got there in four handshakes. <laughs> uh, all right, brother. Here's what I got. And I feel very confident about this. I forget. I got to not say that out loud. Just be a, have, okay. keep, keep a poker face. Look really good. All right. So uh, yep, yep. Thurgood Marshall, Brandon Marshall. Uh, Thurgood Marshall was the 96th justice picked for the Supreme Court. Madden 2017 gave a 96 rating to one Brandon Marshall in the legacy settings. That is stupid, too, brother. What's your thoughts? Oh, man. That feels nice. That feels. I did dig, brother. That's a dig. That's, I was looking for some way to connect 96. I, I looked at Brandon Marshall's 96th reception. I was all around 96, and then that landed on my lap. Give me the W. Look at that. The W. <laughs> I, we got to get the audience in on this. <laughs> Holy shit. All right. Well, you know, I mean, fuck. Uh, I could get there in one. Thurgood Marshall has brown eyes. Brandon Marshall has brown eyes. Boom. One. No, no, no. All no. right. 96. I tied 96 to 96. That was my one length. There, there's a middle okay. man there. All right, all, all right. right. The okay. tiebreaker. Well, Judge Judy to Aaron Judge. How okay. Oh, well, I mean, fuck. Now I should, I mean, uh, well, I'm going to go with my four. I got all of them in four. But, again, I feel good. I feel good with the handshake. I, I got there with I got there with, with Saturday Night Live. Actually, I did also. Uh, I got there in five. I do like your Woo-hoo. I do like your handshake being the limit at like the lowest you can go for connection like so, like two people have to touch each other <laughs> like it's, at some point in the story like it's that's great. Well, uh, it's it's better than yours just counting to 96 all like right, we're like, I thought that was good. Cute. I thought it was 96. It was good. No, it was good. I like it. Yeah, I like you did it. Like it. All right, you got to bring the brandana cute root. Judge Judy right. to Aaron Judge. I'm doing uh Judge Judy was on the Netflix show, the Norm Macdonald show with norm mcdonald okay. yeah good show watch it check it out norm mcdonald uh to will ferrell on saturday night live mm. will ferrell to mark Wahlberg and the other guys oh bonus mark. point for mark Wahlberg right well, there that's right i know it's coming out there so i'm just gonna i'm, <laughs> I'm gonna for the scenic seven i'll be like mark Wahlberg, producer of ballers anytime we bring up ballers that's another bonus point i'm at plus deuce <laughs> uh, mark Wahlberg threw out the first pitch in uh fenway park in 2009 uh then in fenway park in february of 2018 game two aaron judge walks out of fenway park playing new york on his radio <laughs> station it's kind of like a dig to it so yeah, yeah. Or like on his ball play. So that's uh that's that's a healthy five with my two bonus points, which brings me down to three. <laughs> oh, no. All right. Um fuck. All right. Well so <laughs> what do you got, bro? You're uh, trying to get ballers in there right now. I know. I'm oh I'm working hard to get ballers in here. Fuck, I have no idea. Um all right, so I'll just give me my four. Aaron Judge, two thousand sixteen New York Yankee outfielder. 
to Judge Judy uh, of mm-hmm. TV fame. So, uh, Aaron Judge uh, knows Derek Jeter, who was uh, on the Yankees from 1995 to 2014. Mm-hmm. Hosted Derek Jeter hosted SNL in 2001. The showrunner of SNL uh, is Lauren Michaels. Mm-hmm. And he was there from 1985 on and then had a brief hiatus in between 1980 and 85 where Dick Ebersol ran the show. One Mr. Mayor Ed Koch, Ed Koch, famous New York mayor, was the host of SNL in 1983 during Dick Ebersol's run. Dick Ebersol, or excuse me, Ed Koch appointed Judge Judy as a judge in New York in shit 1970 something or other oh. that's how i got there in f- four. Oh, bonus points oh uh, judge judy's real last name is judy uh bloom so she's like a real life crime novelist judy bloom <laughs> bonus point got there with three okay i'm actually i'm gonna give you the bonus on that bloom uh, i did have to fold my baby uh all right brother <laughs> like i had my hour sour ready for you there everyone listening i know with Without a doubt, you did take this. Obviously, something registered having to watch Grudge Match. And mm. you really, you brought the heat, brother. Stepped up my game. What do you got for me? Okay. Oh, I've got 1987's. Oh, this has been rated the <laughs> worst movie. Do you like how movie. you just said 1987? I was like, oh, fuck. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I even looked up. You can find it on, on Amazon Prime. Yep. I'll shoot you. I'll Venmo you the four bucks. Um, Hard Ticket to Hawaii. It's been named the worst oh. film of all time, right above the uh, the room featuring Tommy Wiseau. I got to watch a few little highlights on YouTube. Uh, it's spectacular. I don't know if you know the definition of highlight. I have my doubt on that. Yes. Uh, all right. Well, brother, I will. Uh, Hard ticket to Wait, Hawaii. How long is it? It's the hour sour. It's not the hour well, 20 you can, sour. Well, it's, it's, it's an hour and 40 minutes. You watch 60 minutes of it. That's, that's all you got to make <laughs> Wait, it Wait, in any 60 minutes I choose? Just Any 60 minutes okay. you, you want to. Yes, exactly. All right, I'll hit that. Uh, guys, it is high <laughs> noon. We're about to do the shootout. Bring us to that fucking jam. So let's leave it alone. Because we can't see eye to eye. There ain't no good guy. There ain't no bad guy. There's only you and me and we just disagree. All right, Neapolitan Showdown. What started out as judging some fucking ice cream flavors has turned into, I think everybody's talking about it. I think it's the debate of the century. It's Uh, a thing. (laughs) So I think we're, this is fun also because we flip-flop. Now we're doing, uh, last week we did the worst things about college. This week we're doing the top three best things about college. I I was, it makes me feel better, brother. I like when we do the positive tip. Bring it on the positive. I do too. Right, I do it. too, and I like this too because I was like it. As much of the rush that I got back going to all the negative things about sure. college, yeah. I equally got a good rush <laughs> yeah. coming back to me when I was doing this in in pod prep. Yeah, you immediately slammed seven PBRs and then passed out and woke up at one p.m. I'm sure that happened to you, brother. Probably not really. Why don't you <laughs> exactly, take the ball yeah. out? What do you got at the top spot? Ooh, I like it. Okay, spot. so number trace the trace spot. Uh, I'm going with. I'm going to go with living off of campus and having Ooh, that college nice. house. 
that was such a fun like the first time you got out out of the dorms into that college house you're like holy shit yeah the world is our oyster fucking freedom to drive bulldozers wherever the fuck you feel like (laughs) (laughs) a little little call back exactly i think i forget 515 main street man we had tons in mount pleasant 515 main street we had tons of house parties and uh oh it was a great great time Okay, I, I, I'm going to tie that into one that I have on my list. I'm going to do navigating free will. Like, mm. I just like those three words put together. It was insane because you went from you had parents, you had a good bed at this time. And I'm sure, you know, by the time you got like junior or senior high school, it was just like, look, dumb fuck. If you can't figure out what time you got to go to bed to get up in the morning, like I've done a huge problem. Hashtag right. access parents. But it's just like it was like, you know, it it was like a little bit of the responsibility that comes with it. And so there was like just a little bit of, all right, I can't eat, you know, I can't eat donuts for breakfast every morning. I got to get up at a certain time. I got to go to class. Right. And there was like a little bit of just like, I, I think you get a little confidence. You're just like, oh, I am an adult on my own. I can be an adult. Like this is, you remember like going to deposit a check at the bank? It was just right. like, oh, this is like, oh, I'm growing up. Oh, I got to cut a rent check. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yes, it is. I, I've, I've talked about it. It's like that X of like one ascending and one declining. It's yeah. that like perfect measure of like being adult and like with the least amount of responsibilities. It's that sweet spot <laughs> where you're right there and you're like, yeah, you're right. You're like, I shouldn't eat a donut, but if I wanted to, I could. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, maybe, yeah. And maybe I will and maybe I won't. And that's the fun. All right. What was your address off campus, bro? 515 Main Street in uh, Mount, Mount Pleasant, Michigan, on the corner. Perfect location. We had the, the, the right, Zeta right. Tower. You're not a realtor. You're not selling the property. And the Phi right. Sigma Sigma house right across there. <laughs> and I, got it, Woo, I, got it. I tell you what, baby. I it was good times. Got it. We're going to give you 515. I'm going to put as a responsible adult when you moved out, you got to get up at 800 hours. So that's 515 <laughs> to 800. I like it. I'm going to leave. I like it. Uh, I so, like it. So the two spot. Um, I'm going to give, this is a little, this is a slow burn. I'm going to do catching yourself, giving a shit about class. There <gasps> was that, you know, those two or three classes in college where you're just like, it turned away from like responsibility in high school shit where you're just mm-hmm. like, oh shit, like psych 101, like this is kind of interesting. I kind of right. want to do my assigned reading. I'm kind of interested. Right, right, right. Or I, I was going to nickname it uh, the second senior year. As well as, okay, <laughs> yeah, the yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. We're yeah, going exactly. to run that senior year back. Let's run it back. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I know. Yes, that that is funny because that is that is where you feel like I'm I'm more adult and less child, and I have a little bit more responsibility. Well, yeah. Something, something, something weird happened. Like you just you'd go to sociology class, and you're just like, oh, this is a class, and then like there'd be a discussion, and you just like. Like you walk out of that, like the lecture is just like holy shit was I like kind of engaged, right? Did, Did I, I kind just of learn give something a right shit here? for a second? Am I kind of excited to dive in on this? Right, exactly. What, what's yeah. college like now with all the cell phones and fucking? Are there laptops open on everyone's legit question? Oh yeah, no, like, I think so. I mean, Doctor Mrs. The Commission is the closest person that I know that's been to college recently. Yeah, because she, you know, but yeah, everyone had a laptop. Everyone was studying. They do. Oh shit! The, you can like all the all the lectures for, for for her were online too, so you could re-listen to them to hmm. study up and and get stuff. But yeah, everyone had laptops and or iPads or. Did you also, have? Did you have to sign in on those big lectures? Did you have like roll call where you had to like sign in your name that you were there? 
some I did, depending on like for the professors that had a mandatory attendance yeah. or or like attendance counted for like a, a percentage of your points. Yeah. Yes. Um, now they actually I've seen now that I think they actually have like clickers like they have like little like clickers what? where if you have like a test you like I've seen people like cheating where they just have like four clickers in front of them and they're pressing all for their buddies. Whoa, dude! Are yeah. people taking tests in the future? I w- I would <laughs> like right. I legit was in college whatever years ago i like it's it's just like and i think we're coming out of college by like you know they always say like technology doubles and whatever like time span or whatever but it's Mm -hmm. like i can't imagine it now cell phones wasn't a huge thing in college to me like now i can imagine like if your cell phone goes off is it confiscated is it like destroyed right right, exactly it's shredded (laughs) you're just gonna get a new one um yeah exactly i i didn't have an email address until i got to college like and i didn't like late in college like i didn't even have like the college email like the cmish.edu i was like who the fuck is gonna call me on this thing (laughs) like we still had like we got a booklet of like everyone like basically like a directory like a paper booklet like you got in high school yeah and i didn't get a I didn't get a cell phone i think until like my senior year you know who got the Uh, short in the stick like faxes Faxes was a great technology. We're now we're talking shit on it. It just it had yeah. its four years in the sun, and then we just went to email. Yeah, yeah. It's, oh, it's yeah. still it's still incredible that you can just send like you know fucking. Shit. It's it's more incredible than me email. It's just like this is this document I can print it off over here. Amazing, amazing. Yeah, <laughs> right, exactly. And it'd be uh, blown away by fax <laughs> technology. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I'm gonna go with my with my number two. Sure. Um, I, I like it. I'm, I'm going to go with that. I love the Saturday night, like, pregame, before you go out. Like, everyone's sitting in the planner. Like, oh, I heard about this party. Mm. Or, like, like the Sigma Chi house is doing, like, their, Ooh, Mr. you know, Popular. whatever, like, Honolulu yeah. party or whatever. You sure. know, like, Hawaii party. Like, yeah, okay. You, you, you were you <laughs> blossomed, and you were no longer Shy Guy Brandana in middle school. You, This is Brandana taking KU by storm. <laughs> sure, like, yeah, but yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, I did, yeah. I, I love the planning. Like, that moment of, like, we're drinking. Like, right. oh, this is, this, someone's going to go over here. Like, I know somebody over at this house party like i could get in so we don't have to pay like stupid covers or whatever like that was awesome like that was like a fun time in college yeah yeah i, I had it there too is there something that's like that shouldn't be underestimated also which is the and it, it still follows through adulthood which is like uh the earned drink you know like yeah. you pounded out a fucking week of just like tests you did all your like you did all like pop quizzes or whatever shit like you got all that shit done <laughs> right, and just right. like it's fucking saturday it's most awesome time so am I putting on this toga? Am I putting on this lay? Like, what's the score? Where am I going? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Or if you didn't study or do all those pop quizzes, you <laughs> still, still have to pay yourself off. Yeah, it's still happening. Still happening. Exactly. Still, it's still, still going doing down. It. Regardless. Still regardless. Doing it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You could again. This is why my college experience was the way it was. People. Do you go to Do you uh, go to toga party? I never went to a toga okay. party. We did. We did. Like we had like seventies parties. I remember. Wait, wait, no, stop. Because I'm gonna do. I'm gonna. I want to post this on. On the gram, I want to do over unders. I'm gonna write out three parties, like just kind of cliche parties. I think you went to, and okay. then the yeah, fans yeah, yeah. can vote if you did it or not. Because I, I okay. got, I got something that'll be fun. All right, uh, my top spot is, and it's gonna be hard for me to picture you not agreeing with this. Okay, bro, how old are we in college? We're like 20, 21, 22. Yeah, yeah that's usual. Well, most people are that age in college. Hangovers didn't exist. Yes. Now that seems like fucking witchcraft. 
Like, yes. I mean, I can't imagine. Like, you would drink until you look at your clock and be like, oh, like, it's two o'clock, the bar's shutting down. Let's just have, you know, let's bury another fucking six pack at the house. And then you go to sleep probably like nine, 10 deep at like 3.30 in the morning. And you'd wake up. And I'm not saying you went to that 8 a.m. class, but you'd mm-hmm. wake up and make the choice to go or not go. But you wouldn't not go because you felt like shit. You would not go because you're a lazy fuck. But you could still yeah, yeah. like you could wake up, you could function, like all your ideas would be there. I remember like in college, I don't can I say this now? Yeah, fuck it, I'm done. I would like there was one, I think it landed on St. Patrick's Day, and then I was in like an acting three class and we had to do like a monologue. I remember like drinking on St. Patrick's Day and on the side like memorizing a three page monologue to perform <laughs> the next morning. And the fact that information stuck is insane like i forget your name sometimes brother and i love you like i write it down just like most awesome i have to look down like i can't even remember right, right, like right. you know, it's it's nuts right no it is good i do love uh and i do love that in in that same realm like like whatever you eat like for me didn't really matter now it matters yes. a lot yeah, now yeah. it matters a lot yeah. but you could eat whatever you wanted whenever you wanted um but i also love like after that hard going hard that that night out of drinking like yeah. did you have spots that you would go to for food afterwards thousand percent like, like i had i had a it's 10 p.m spot and i had a yep. it's 2 30 a.m spot like yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Like, yeah oh yeah one was burger one was a burrito like it's just yep. <laughs> like, oh yeah exactly and that was great too because it was like the 10 a.m spot was wake up we'd go to this place called the green spot Mm. which had awesome bloody marys and we would get like philly cheesesteaks like it sounds like the but it like would soak up the the like all that soaking up that grease that bloody mary just get you on the on the right track and then you're like hey it's 11 it's 11 a.m or 11 30 i got a belly full of bloody mary and a philly cheesesteak i'm ready to take on the day (laughs) let's go did you have the uh did you have a spot that like still to this day you never ate at sober (laughs) <laughs> like yeah, burrito yeah, yeah, yeah. king and lawrence i only had a 230 i have no <laughs> idea i couldn't pick that burrito out of fucking lineup and i've yeah. had like a oh, yeah. hundred of them yeah there was two places the malt shop which had pizza by the slice which is no longer in business i just looked this up the malt shop and then uh little chef which was like the greasiest spoon diner you ever went to my god and i never went to that place sober in my life all right for the win real fast uh what, what's your what's your one spot my number one um, coming at you as we always do. I'm going with that random, the, the random competitions or video game tournaments that happened that just spur of the moment kind of came out of nowhere with you and your boys. Like I, I, I think Ooh. about this all the time. Like we would play like NCAA college football, college basketball. We, uh, we, one time we had, we were doing some day drinking actually during March madness. We had an impromptu dunk contest on our Jordan jammer. Uh, I, I won the crown by dunking over the keg people. <laughs> That, oh, I like that, brother. That's always been your tip, too. Didn't you try to get together, like, you had brought up, like, I think it was Bill Simmons' mailbag before, not to keep parking back on that, but before I read it, but there was something, like, there was just, like, the, the Vegas Olympics or something, like, they go back, and then you and I, I think you and I were briefly, like, trying to figure out, like, the 30 right. for 30, like, 30 things you had to get done before you were 30, like, we're going to buy and five, like, you had to become, like, yeah. a notary of the public or something, like, it was one of the- <laughs> Like, yes, I love all of this. Like, yes, I'm a, obviously I have the, the competitive spirit that, that uh, shoots through me, but I love it. I love it. It was always so fun, and it always was just like hijinks and just like you and your buddies goofing around, being stupid, and having a like just 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 silly fun. Like it, sometimes it had drinking involved with it. Sometimes it had no drinking whatsoever involved in it whatsoever, and it was like about as wholesome and as just you know kid friendly fun as you could possibly get. 
All right, so I'm going to give you two credits on that. So here's how we're going to decide today's Neapolitan Showdown. I mm. wrote down my GPA right here. So if you can get within 0. 0.2 points. 0. 0.2, okay. You have to get within 0. 0.2. What's your guess? Mm. And also you mm. can guess how many credit hours I had left on the table. Well, you said it last pod. You said six, right? Okay. You said your six. Right, yeah, yeah, you so said it on last pod. All right. The boy's got a memory. Nothing right. slipped really past this old trap. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with a 2.4 GPA. Jesus Christ! No, I'll take the victory to 3.2. That oh! hurts my feelings, bro. That hurts my. Well, feelings. you well, you said you didn't. You came short. I, you know. Yeah, but look, hey, look, okay. Homework. It makes you feel better. God, if you make, it if doesn't. it makes you feel better, I, I had a 2.6. So, well, so I was, I was gonna guess. I, I was gonna guess yours, but I didn't prep you for it. I didn't want to turn on my boy. I didn't know my boy was thought I was a. Dullard, no offenses to the 2.4s out there. All right. <laughs> I just said I had a 2.6. I'm trying to shoot all right, low. All right, all right. This, guys, has been the MVP Sports Podcast. We're going to close it, as we always do, with our MVP Ugh. of the week. Who do you got most awesome? Obviously, not me. Obviously, yes. <laughs> exactly. Obviously, not the, the learned oh, Brandana. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go pour one out for one old Mrs. Uh, Sister Jean. Ah, she's a staple yeah. of our podcast. She's not back here. I mean, she's alive, I'm assuming, but, you know, our, our Loyola didn't make it around. And, uh, you know, so I'm the tip of the cap to old Sister Jean. I miss you, girl. Where mm. are you at? Wow, that was a lot of fun. I remember that. Oh, shit, we got to get them. Did we run out of time for Brandana Gambling Corner? I just, I, well, we you, you cut it off. I'm ready to go. Let's do it, bro. Oh, let's do it real fast. All right, fuck it. Uh, our power, we'll figure it out. Uh, our, or, our attendant power. Or you guys listen. Uh, I'll give like. my I'll, I'll give my MVP to Sister Jean. We're doing something a little unconventional. We're doing the MVPs, and then we're gonna jump in right now to the odds, and I will fire them off as quickly as possible so we can look at the field that's still left. Where uh, Duke has got a commanding lead at two to one. We're not talking about them. We're talking mm-hmm. Gonzaga, Virginia, North Carolina, Kentucky, Michigan State, Michigan, Tennessee, Houston, Purdue, Florida State, Texas Tech round out the top ten of odds. Give me your Best bet, brother, and then give me your long shot. Let's make some coin. Best bet. Ooh, I'm kind of liking the UNC at 13 to two, right? Yeah. Like it kind of speaks yeah. to me. Number one seed. I like. I like the route that they're going to have to travel, and uh, you route. know, Virginia. Virginia is looking a little shaky too, right? Yeah, I mean, they are. Like, I like. I'm. I'm kind of wondering this Virginia thing. Is it like a little red herring? Like, are we all supposed yeah. to like dive off of Virginia because I mean, they, they weren't necessarily like a bad fair. I thought they were going to storm back, and then like we all lost our minds when they were down by twelve. Mm-hmm. But like, they obviously mm-hmm. still took care of business. I like that. Like, my best seed. If I got to make some scratch, uh, I UNC also. Like, it's just you know they're yeah. going through not an impossible two spot even if Kentucky makes it there to get in the final four and then have Virginia to basically you know you got to avoid that duke side duke is yeah. a powerhouse they're a fucking yeah. monster and uh, it almost seems like a little bit yesterday you know they have they have the legs a little nba like lebron james ish like just kind of like you know just pump the brakes a little bit turn it on when they got to turn it on show off and then, like they were just having a lot of fun and not even playing on their top level yeah. But again, oh, yeah, we're absolutely. not supposed to talk about Duke. Long shot. Uh, right now, I have. Uh, let me. I want to get the odds on this. I really want to talk about Murray State a little bit. Murray State, mm. like seventy to one. So that means a hundred dollars. Yeah. I'm winning seven k. Like, okay. So they got a uh, you know, Florida State, which is tough. Today. Florida State. Yeah, yep. it's, it's a tough Florida State. But get through that. Like a beatable Gonzaga team. 
Like, and yeah. then they're looking like my own fear would be like, you know, Michigan State, but Michigan State, I think like punching a little bit above their weight class, which is beatable. You'll know better about those Michigan teams than I do. Or no, mm-hmm. no, sorry. That's on the Michigan side. Like, uh, like yeah. get through Michigan and then like a do. It would be too. But like if they come out of that, like, which isn't impossible. And that's why like kind of when it gets down to the Elite Eight, like I – I know we said like there is kind of like a top four lead teams, but if you get through that monster, like I don't, I, I think it gives you a chip on your shoulder and things happening. And it's a seventy-one. Yeah. I'll take that. Yeah, yeah, seventy-one is you know like you said seven k to a hundred. If you're just betting a hundred, I mean, if there's a bet on there to make it to the final four, I feel much more comfortable. Exactly. On that yeah, bet. that's the difference. I yeah, feel, you, 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 you know, know what win I mean? a tough stretch of four games coming out of anything below yeah. like a four. Yeah, seed. I, I think uh, the the deep ones that we talked about. Um, Florida State twenty-eight to one. I actually like Florida State. Houston at twenty-five to one. And who who was talking about Buffalo? Who was oh, talking about Buffalo? I want to bring a Buffalo. I know you bought it. Who was talking I about know. Buffalo at the beginning of the year? <laughs> I know, I know, I know. Man. Sixty to one. Started out at a thousand to one. Huh? Who was talking Did, about Buffalo? You know Brandana. You know Would you not, be a little tip melt? Tell me up thick on that. Yeah, I I know, buddy. Like you are. You know what's not terrible is if we did a hundred in Murray State, a hundred in Florida State. And a hundred on Buffalo. Like, you think one of those three teams are coming out of there? Like, do you picture like who's your who's your winner of that side of the bracket, the West? Out, out of the West side? Ooh, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I do like Florida State, and I I well, I also like I mean, uh, Michigan's in that bracket too, but they just got a yeah. tough road to hoe because yeah. they got to play a tough Florida team and a tough you know the winner of that Buffalo Texas Tech team or Texas Tech game, and then the winner of, you know, Murray State, Florida State, or Gonzaga. That's a rough, rough hoe to slow sled. But, uh, I, yeah, I mean, I like I like Florida State because, again, they've been there. they got a little bit of that, you know, the the Phil Kofer, um, his dad, Michael Kofer, who was a former uh, linebacker for the Detroit Lions, recently passed away after the first game. So you got a little bit of that kind of karma mojo going. They go 10 deep. I'm liking this Florida State team at 20. I, I just, I, I, I think you kind of have to have all of these kind of confluence of events. And again, talking about galvanizing that team, they've been there before. Senior leadership, they're big, they're athletic. Now they got a little like something to play for. I don't know. Perfect. Brother. This time last year, you called the Final Four. You called the Final Four out of the Sweet 16 because you are fucking fire. Uh, give us the Final Four real fast before we shut this motherfucker down. I'm going to go Duke, Florida State, Virginia, North Carolina. Ooh, that's my boy, M.A. He has it on paper. Not really paper. This is a podcast here. I'm going <laughs> to I'm, I'm doing Duke, Virginia. I like UNC. And then I'm going to get fuzzy a little bit. I'm going to keep Murray State there. Let's see something weird fucking happen. We're pretty close. Guys, uh, Sister Jean has been our MVP. This has been the MAB Sports Podcast. Coming at you, as we always do, send us an email at MAB Sports Podcast. If you have any recommendations, if you want to hear us do a little map degree separation, something you want to hit us, we always light up that inbox. I think we have another, probably another spot from Zombie Dads coming next week, I think. I mean, you Ooh. buy a package. you got to get a package there. We'll plug it a little bit. I am Brandana. Why don't you sign yourself off? Most awesome. This podcast career GPA is four pod O.
Style. Fame. She likes gossip. Oh, oh.